millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hello, it is Jack Gill. It is Friday, and welcome to Red Men News. I am joined by Bailey Shaw, and we're, we're going to start the show with a bit of a cr- congratulations to Scotland, and in particular. Andy Robertson, their captain, of course, who led them to their first major tournament in 22 years last night with their win over Serbia on penalties. Um, Bailey, initial thoughts, absolutely delighted for Andy Robertson. I'm, I'm sure he was on the, on, on the tins last night. But after the game, he spoke and said that he, he felt his hamstring tighten, tightening towards the end. He had a bit of cramp. The last thing I wanted was, was Robbo to play 120 minutes last night. Yeah, it's absolutely not ideal for everything that's going on. You know, every show we've done this week's basically been about the five subs rule, about the fixture congestion. And as a result of that, more and more bad news comes out. Obviously, we're going to talk about Gomez in a bit. Now it's got Robertson coming out about it. I think we're going to have to get our head around the fact that it's not going to go away. You know, we can't stop these players going on international duties, especially people like Andy Robertson, who's trying to get his country into a tournament for the first time in nearly a decade. I'm pretty sure the last time Scotland were in international competition was 98 euro 98 yeah yeah so that's what i mean it's been so long since they've been there so huge congratulations to them and it must mean so much to them. i'm sure if you gave them the choice of playing in 20 minutes and get your country back into cup competition then it's a no-brainer for him and that's kind of what you have to tussle with um when you talk about these future congestions is it means little to us really as fans you know we want them playing for club as best as they can every single week. But to these guys, you know, there's more to life than club football. So huge congratulations to Andy Robertson. And hopefully this injury that's rumoured isn't a serious one and he's fit and ready for for next weekend. Absolutely. Hopefully he recovers. And I know Scotland have two Nations League games coming up, but maybe he gets a bit of a rest in one of them and and he comes back to Liverpool fresh and ready to go. It was good to see um, for for England last night, no uh, Liverpool players starting for England. So Gareth Southgate gave them a bit of a rest in that friendly game. Um, but I suppose he was probably put under pressure too uh, after what happened with Joe Gomez in training. And yesterday, Liverpool confirmed that Joe Gomez had got undergone successful surgery to repair a tendon in his left knee. Um, now, I've heard this is the patella tendon or, or, or something like that. Um, he's avoided a ligament injury, but it's it's still a serious one when, when you damage that tendon. Um and the, the key part of this for me, Bailey, and the part that, that made me frown was the bit at the end where it says no time scale is being placed upon his return, though the issue is likely to rule him out for a significant part of the remainder of the season. Um, worrying times, isn't it? 
Yeah, it is. When it rains, it pours, mate. You know, we've had, like I said a minute ago, this is not going to be the first injury we have. Hopefully, it's the last of the long-term injuries that we're seeing at the minute. Um, it's just such a shame that it came for a friendly, you know, a practice and for a friendly game. Um, that's the most kick, the most annoying part about it. But, you know, Joe Gomez is still a young lad. He's, he's done injuries in the past. I'm sure he's got the mental state to, you know, get through this tough time. He's got his best mate, Virgil van Dijk, to recover with. So... We've just got to, you know, deal with these sort of things right now. It's so annoying. It's horrible for a guy like Joe Gomez. And don't you say, because there's no time frame and the fact that it went from murmurings of, you know, a serious injury to Liverpool confirming a day later that their surgery had already been done. You know, that doesn't bode well for for something, for hopefully getting Joe Gomez back this season. I think a patella injury is like nine to 12 months um, of recovery time. And it's... It's shit. It's just absolutely rubbish. And uh, it's, it's, uh, the onus is on our young boys now, you know, to carry us all the way to the title. It's it's just absolutely rotten luck, isn't it? I, I mean, you had a lot of um, people saying yes uh, last season with Man City's injuries that, you know, we got lucky and, and had minimal injuries throughout the season. But, but look at us now, you know, our first choice centre-back partners out for the season so you know it's 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 worrying and it's more worrying because obviously Matip are our only real first team centre-back available now I know we've got Fabinho who can do, do pretty well as a makeshift centre-back but Matip's the only out and out centre-back we've got fit um, and and you know we we know his injury record too so it, it's quite worrying because the, the sensible thing would you know what let's see if Matip can get through to January and, and let's buy someone in January but I think the confidence from Liverpool fans that Matip can get to January without picking up a knock, a knock sorry, is is a bit uh, a bit small. But you know, one one player that Liverpool have, have been tipped to get all week, um, and a player that interests me is is up at Meccano. Um, now, of course, he's a young lad at Leipzig, very good ball playing centre back. Um, what do you make of this rumor, Bailey? It's a rumor that's not going to go away. Absolutely not. I think for. In terms of the market for centre-backs right now, David Meccano is going to be the hottest property out there, you know, not just for Liverpool, but for every single team that's in, in, in need of a centre-back. And he's just ripe for the picking. You know, he plays in a very good German team in a very good German league, plays under a very good manager. He's the perfect age, you know, to, to bring him in. Um, he's not too young that you need to bed him in, but he's, not, but he's also, you know, around that age where he's about to go into his prime. And I think that... If, if you look at all the players available, Upamecano is the best, you know, current available centre-back that fits all of our criteria. Um, and obviously, it's the discussion of his release clause, his release clause, £40 million release clause, whether we pull the trigger on that in January or we wait to the next summer, which is what the rumours are saying, is we were originally going to wait till the following summer. But the danger I think you pose there is that he's going to be wanted by everyone. You know, I think Manchester United were heavily linked with him in the summer's just gone. I think Spurs are up there, Real Madrid. You know, there's massive teams in for this guy. So we are going to have to really put a statement signing down if we really want to get him and, and get him early in the January. Yeah, him and David Alaba, I think, are the, are the best names we've been linked with at centre-back so far. Um, I know there's names like Ben White, us and Kabak. Um, but I, I'm not too sure about them. They don't fully convince me. Christophe Auger from Celtic as well was another one we've been linked with. Um, whereas, you know, someone like David Alaba... Deo up in Meccano, I think splashing the cash and, and spending a bit more will, will be worthwhile long term. Um, we don't know what's going to happen 
going forwards with with Van Dijk or Gomez if they'll ever be the same after their injuries. Fingers crossed they absolutely will. After long term the injuries like this, you, you just never know when you can't call. So bringing someone in like Upper Meccano, good young lad, um, really, really bright future ahead of him. I think would be absolutely excellent um, for the club to do. Let us know in the in the comments what you think about the centre back situation. Though, who would you like to see us bring in in the summer um, or, or January? Sorry, um, bit more bad news. Um, apologies for this. Um, a Brazilian squad player has tested positive for COVID-19. Um, it's Menino, I believe, who has tested positive. It's just a worry because obviously the last thing we need is more players being absent for, for our game against Leicester. We know that Alisson and, and Bobby Firmino are, are out training with Brazil at the minute. Just more bad news, isn't it, Bailey? Yeah, yeah. Like I say, when it rains, it pours. It's, um, <coughs> I'm looking forward to the day you know, where we come out... Uh, and there's some really good news about Liverpool, you know, like those Van Dijk's fucking injury crisis has been halved or something. You know, we just need something good to hold on to. And I think the only thing we can do to battle this constant injury crisis is just, just keep winning games. You know, by hook or by crook, whoever plays, they know the system. And I think we're going to see a lot of a big evolution of this Liverpool squad to fit and mould around who we've got currently available. Um, but yeah, the Brazilian stuff is, it's just one of those. Like I say, it's, if not, uh, the international is being stupid to fit the fixtures in. It's stupid because of the COVID pandemic that's going on right now. Players should not be able to freely go between uh, club and country um, just to go and play a game of football. Obviously, we know that one of our games in the Champions League is up for is up for debate. You know whether we can go over there and actually play it or not. So why why are players still allowed to be ferried around all across the world to go and play meaningless games? You know and. Again, I can't kind of kind of contradict myself because I said, you know, to players it means a lot more than it does to us as fans. But the risk is so high when you're losing somebody so high caliber as Alisson and Bobby Firmino. It's just it's just more bad news, like you say, for Liverpool. Yeah, it's 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 not good at all. Null and void international football. That's yeah, all I'm saying. Exactly. Um, but yeah, it's it, it's just one of them. Um, I mean, if if Klopp manages to retain the title this season under the circumstances that we've gone through. I personally will will go to to Anfield and, and build a statue with my bare hands because it would be some achievement. You know, we've we've been through a lot already this season, um, and there's bound to be more because the fixture congestion means that this won't be the last of our injury problems. I can guarantee that. So, you know, part of me thinks it's happening at every club, but if you look at the the players that we are missing, obviously your Van Dykes, your, your Joe Gomez is out for the rest of the season it's worrying and and we have had it rough already and we're not even 10 games into the season Um, moving on finally we have um, a bit of a lone watch Harvey Elliott has been on fire for Blackburn since joining them and at the weekend he provided a key assist as Blackburn won again Um, there's an article on the the Liverpool website if you want to find out um, a lot more about uh, players out on loan. There's also a video on Redmen Academy that me and James did the other week. If you want to check that out, that's a, an unnecessary plug from me there. Um, but yeah, you've got Harry Wilson and Shea Ojo both doing well at Cardiff as well. Marco Gurich at Porto, he's, he's not really had too much action so far. He seems to be more of a, a substitute for them. Um, and Grabara doing well, Adam Lewis and, and Tony Gallagher as well. Um, so, so that's good news, Bailey. Um, what what do you make of the whole Harvey Elliott going uh, to Blackburn on loan? 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Um, I think it's it was the right choice. You know, I think for Harvey Elliott, he is one of the players that we've signed that is so young, yet does not look out of his depth whatsoever. If we'd have kept him, I wouldn't have minded because every time he's played for us, whether it be domestic competition or the tiny little Premier League appearances that he made, he's never looked out of his depth. He's always looked capable. He's always offered a dimension that I don't think we've really got in terms of how direct he is on that right wing. He's incredible with his feet. You know, he's an excellent dribbler for his age, but we cannot guarantee him the the minutes that that he needs to grow as a footballer. And it's nice to see him play for Blackburn because I haven't. That's a club that used to be so up there when I'm, when I'm, me and you were young, Jack. You know, they were back when you know Alan Shearer used to play for them, and they, they were a massive, massive team. Um, and I really love their kit as well. So it's really nice seeing Harvey Bennett playing that kit. But um, I wish him all the best. I think he's a really special talent. And I don't think this will be the first loan we see of Harvey Elliott. I think this will be one of many. Maybe it's one of many with Blackburn. But yeah, he's, he's killing it out there. And, and I hope that, you know, in a few years time, he comes back into this Liverpool team and he's a, he's a real force for us. Yeah, I think a, a lot of people at first were a bit worried because they were desperate for him to not be... Another one that follows the pattern of the last few years, where we get a really good loan player, we see him go out. Uh, a really good young player, sorry, we see him go out on loan, then out on another loan, and then we end up selling him. But I think a lot of people are excited about Harvey Elliott and his future and, and his future at Liverpool Football Club. Um, and I think this loan is, as you say, just to get him minutes in the short term because he's not going to get it with us right now. Um, into your comments then, we've had some suggestions, Bailey, on, on the centre-backs. Yeah. Um, Madison and Daddy's World, in, interesting, says we should sign Milan Skriniar from Inter Milan. He is a much better player than the guy at RB Leipzig and he is a lot cheaper. What do you make of that, Bailey? Oh, the disrespect was calling him the guy at RB Leipzig, you know, unless he means that he's the man at RB Leipzig, in which case, yeah, fair enough. But um, now Skriniar is one of those players as well that's incredibly hot property. Um, fantastic player, um, tall, commanding, very good aerially, um, good ball playing centre back, and Roy Page as well. And I think he's looking to get out of Inter Milan. He's been linked again with clubs like Manchester United for the last two summers, I believe. Um, and I think that we'll see a movement on him possibly this January, but more likely going to be in the summer because he's probably going to demand quite a heavy fee. Which, like I say, when you're in the market like we are, what we're going to face is is basically centre back demand tax of 
we're not buying somebody for the bench. We're buying somebody because we desperately need them. So you may see us, you know, you may see a ten million pound extra added onto the price of these players. But I completely take your point. I think it's not really apples and pears. It's apples and apples. They're both very good players. Both play a similar style, um, different leagues. So it'd be very interesting to see if he's even on Klopp's radar. Yeah, Tottenham were after him as well, weren't they, in the summer? But I believe they couldn't agree over a fee. It, it would be interesting, I think. I think Upper Meccano isn't the finished article right now. Everyone knows that, but you can see the potential in his game. He's a very good centre-back for his age. And for me, I think Klopp could turn him into a very, very good centre-back. You've also got Koundé, um as well, who I think would be a, a good signing. Um, Sir of Sirs says, buy Alaba and loan another one for the rest of the season if we can. Um, that that would be interesting. Of course, I think a lot of Liverpool fans want Alaba. They see the pictures of him and Thiago in the Bayern shirts and, and are absolutely buzzing with that. And you know what? I think it'd be a great signing for us. He's versatile. He provide cover in numerous positions. It would be like bringing in another James Milner. And, and you know, we don't know what's happening with James Milner after this season. But if he is looking to move on and, and go back to his boy club Leeds then we bring someone in who who plays in all the positions he plays incredibly versatile a born winner would be a, a perfect signing Bailey. yeah it would be and just an interesting one on James Milner I think we'll see James Milner probably be as important as ever this season as he's ever been you know because we are going to rely on him because of his versatility to play centre back full back like he did against City in midfield I'm sure maybe even see him in goal at some point if Allison does, does end up with Covid but um, on the Alaba stuff, I completely agree. But I think in the Bayern Dortmund game, Kimmich got an injury, didn't he? Yeah. Um, when I because I watched that game and actually won some money because he got he got a yellow card for that. Um, but he, was, I don't know the extent of that injury, but I'm not sure if Bayern Munich would be willing to sell a centre back when I know Joshua Kimmich is more of a DM, but obviously Alaba does play DM sometimes. Whether they're going to have a similar issue with that we've got with you know a shortened squad. Uh, as a result of injury. So it would be interesting to see if they even let him go um, in fear of, you know, him being, uh, he's there, James Milner, you know, we wouldn't let James Milner go for the reasons that they wouldn't because he fills so many holes when necessary. But absolutely, if he was available, I think David Allen was a bit of a no-brainer. Yeah, uh, and Joseph Rawsthorne says Matip is made out of glass. We need to get two centre-backs in January, one by it and another loan. Yeah, it seems to be that, that trend, Bailey, that people think it's not one but two centre-backs we need now. It's interesting because obviously both Gomez and Van Dijk now out for the season, we were short on centre-backs anyway. Um, I think it all depends on how Reese Williams and Nat Phillips do in the meantime. I think if they can impress Klopp and show that actually we don't need to go out and sign two centre-backs, then I think Klopp will you know, stick with them till the end of the season, just sign one centre-back, um, whether that be Alaba or, or Ben White. I can't see why he'd sign Ben White. I think for the money we'd end up paying for him, I, I think it's worth going for, for another one of the options, up at Meccano, someone like that. Um, but, you know, I, I think it's, yeah, I think it's one of them where we won't know until January. Where If we get to January, we're in a good position. Reese Williams and, and, and Nat Phillips are doing well. Then we may as well only sign one centre-back, Bailey. Yeah, it is going to be, a, like I say, it's, the onus is on Nat and, and Reese, And it's weird because they've sort of stepped out of the rung of all being in the bucket of youth players that Billy Cometio and Seth Vandenberg are also in. This kind of now a tier system where those guys are at the bottom. Then you've got Nat and Reese, and obviously you've got your your first team fullback, uh, centre backs. But it is going to be a case of, I think it's also a case of squad depth. You know, 
when we end up having to play um, FA Cup games, as well as, you know, the Champions League and internationals and Premier League games, that's when your squad gets really stretched. It will be interesting to see if, you know, a Nat Phillips, Reese Williams is clearly our Champions League centre-back at the minute, um, whether Nat Phillips becomes the the guy that deputises with Matip or Fabinho gets played there. Um, it's, a lot of people have said, you know, it's Matip, Fabinho until Christmas, effectively, you know, play your two strongest players. But as we know, as you said, Joel Matip's made out of snacker jacks. So you don't know how long you're going to get out of him. Um it's a strange one. I'm also kind of in the camp of you probably need two. Letting Lovren go was left you one short anyway, and now you an extra two short for at least for the season. But you're right. I think Klopp's already shown massive um, confidence in Nat and Reese, And if they can keep it up, you know, Reese hasn't conceded a goal in the Champions League. Nat hasn't lost a game yet for us uh, this season. So, you know, let the boys play. You know, if we get to January, we're like sixth and we've we've lost two or three more games. Absolutely, the question needs to be needs to be asked. But for now, we're just going to have to wait and see. Yeah, and keep the comments coming in about that. Which centre-backs do you think Liverpool should sign? We're going to end it on a good note. Um, Sir Klopp says on Andy Robertson, Bailey, yeah. he probably doesn't remember how many minutes he played this morning, which is, is probably right. I don't know if you've all seen the videos on social media of, of the Scotland party last night. It certainly looks like Robertson and co had a very good time. And Rob Davis says, really hope Robert comes straight back for a checkup. Wrap him in cotton wool, ready for Leicester. I think that's the thing now. It's about protecting the players we've got. I think um, Matip needs to be kept in, in um, Klopp's basement with Shaqiri um, yeah. for a while. Um, just wrapped in cotton wool, um, looked after and protected. Um, make sure they don't get injured as well. Because like I say, right now it's about getting through to January in the best possible position and then reevaluating in January. Uh, and seeing what seeing what's best to do then. Yeah, and it's the case obviously because Trent is uh, obviously going to probably miss that Leicester game. The width that is so potent for us in our attack, obviously he's been cut in half. Obviously I don't know who's going to play on the right, whether it's going to be Nico or it's going to be Milner. But Robertson is going to be our biggest outlet. Obviously if Thiago comes in, that midfield may end up generating a lot more chances than you know our normally our fullbacks would. But let's say, for example's sake, that it's not, and Robertson is still, you know, our, one of our biggest outlets. It's going to be even more pressure on the guy, you know, to be able to link up with Mane, get down that left-hand side, put balls in. Don't know how Leicester are going to play, whether they're going to sit off or they're going to attack. Obviously, they're in great form at the minute. Um, I've got a feeling that they'll probably want to have a go. Um, so yeah, Robertson is going to is as both our fullbacks are one of our most important assets. So to get him back as soon as possible, you know. Put him in the basement, give him a load of beer, keep him warm. Um, and well. yet we've, we were going to end it there, but we've had a blue super chat from Damien Jarofsky, who asks when Fabinho is back. Now, I believe this is for the Leicester game. Um, I think at the time of his injury, they said he'd be back after the international break. But there's been no confirmation on that from Liverpool yet, saying that he's back in training or what. So I think we're just going to have to hope that he's back for Leicester at this point in time. Um but yeah, I think that would be a big boost as well. I mean, if we go into that game with Milner at right back or Nico at right back and Fabinho and Matip as a centre-back partnership, I, I don't think it's too bad. As no, I say, no. to, in this situation, it's about just making sure we can get those two through till January. Um, 
but yeah, if one of them gets injured, then we panic. Um, but yeah, we're going to call it a day there. Thank you very much um, for watching. Enjoy your football-free weekends. And let's hope that there's no more injuries or COVID cases over the weekend. Thank you, Bailey, for joining me. And thank you, Tom, behind all the cameras and computers and, and, and stuff. And we'll see you soon. ta Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.